Tonight on the podcast, we talk about the three things you need to do to lose that 30 to 50 pounds of fat you've been carrying around with you. Finally. Hello, hello. Welcome to the next episode of the podcast. My name is Graham and I'm your your co-host. I'm your host walking you through the Average to Athletic podcast And the goal is to make athleticism simple for normal people. That's what we're looking to do is teach you how to be more athletic, more capable with your daily life. So I find myself, however, kind of getting pulled back into the weight loss nutrition arena because that's a very important part of things. But also many times as people age, one of the things that pulls them away from being able to train and do what they want to do or play a sport or whatever that is, is they put on too much fat. And if you're 30 or 50 pounds overweight, it's not really a smart thing for you to start exercising right away. So it's it's one of the things that I talk about a lot with my clients is this idea that weight loss is very, very simple. It's not easy, but it's very simple. Um, a simple equation of less in, more out, thermodynamically leads you to lose weight. But it's so much more intrinsically, made, it's made more intrinsically difficult by the fact that a lot of our mindset and our happiness and joy is built around eating. And so it becomes a stress relief. It becomes a time to celebrate. It becomes a time to um, prepare and fuel for the coming difficulty, whatever that's a work day or you know meeting or workout. So there's a lot more of that going around than anything logistically, but it's still something to work towards. And so unfortunately, a lot of times when I'm spending a in a session having a conversation, this conversation with people, there's a lot of misconceptions with what they think they need to do to lose weight, you know, for everything from a super expensive program. So to having, you know, to change everything they do about their life. And so there's a few things that you don't need to do to lose weight, right? You don't need to find some super specialized program for people that are just like you, unless you have a specific medical condition, which means you're in a percentage of the population, you don't need it. You don't need to go on some keto diet. You don't need to start going to the gym. You don't even need to start exercising. Like So much more about going to the gym and exercising actually causes you to eat more. And it has the ironic fact of making you not take ownership of what you're eating because you think, oh, I'm going to go work it off. That it can have the opposite effect of what you're doing. You don't need to hire a personal trainer and spend thousands of dollars to lose weight. It's like I just said. There's this ironic fact that when people go to the gym or they have a coach or a trainer, they kind of outsource the ownership and responsibility of the decisions they make to that person. So I don't need to worry about working out or moving or going for a jog today because I'm going to see my coach or my trainer tomorrow, right? Unfortunately, the point of a coach and a trainer is to walk with you and help you develop the, the qualities and the habits that will get you the body and the life that you want. And if you don't take ownership of that, it won't happen because... No one can care about your weight loss and what you or your goals more than you because no one can do it if you don't do it. So it, doing that and trying to outsource those things isn't going to fix that problem for you. You don't need to have a surgery. Again, the same thing is if you have a surgery and you remove a lot of the weight of the fat with liposuction or, or tummy tucks or whatever they are, it's not fixing the main problem, which is you changing your habits and your lifestyle. It's going to go back to the same weight gain and put right back in the spot you were in. So going to surgery is the same exact thing because it's not actually changing what matters. You don't need to take supplements. You don't need the newest fat burner or metabolism booster. It's not changing the problem, and you don't need some magic pill. you got to get away from that mindset. 
and you don't need to do the opposite side, which is to change your life entirely. There's small yet very important changes that can have a magnitude of make a magnitude of difference in your life if you stick with them. So we'll talk about what those are. But the point of this is to say, stop outsourcing your ability to make change in your life to somebody else. Don't say I'm going to go to the gym as, as though it's going to make some magical difference. Don't try and find some pill or some surgery to fix what you need to change yourself. You can't expect someone else to do what you won't do yourself. And that's very true when it comes to your body and your weight. So after spinning, having dozens and dozens of these conversations with people and kind of watching those that succeeded versus those that failed over the years, you kind of, I've, I've developed this theory that there are actually just three main things that you need to do to lose weight. And it's not wrapped around any specific methodology or diet, it's a little bit simpler than that. So the first one, the first thing you need to do is have a reason to lose weight. And I, I know that sounds silly. It's like, well, duh, I want to look good. No, no, I mean a reason that's significant enough for you to, to motivate you. It's got to be more than just wanting to lose weight because there has to be a cost, whether that's missed time, missed uh, uh, events that you can't go to, missed activities, whatever. Like one of my clients, she's significantly overweight, and one of the biggest things for her was starting to realize that she can't walk around the college campus. She can't do things with her daughter, and she may not be there for her grandchild. And starting to reframe things and think about that really gives you that reason. And it doesn't matter if it's a health scare or not being able to play with your kids, not being able to do what you want to do, or even just simply like, I don't feel attractive enough or confident enough in my body to go on dates or whatever that is. It has to be your reason. And if it's not significant, it won't happen. If you've tried to lose weight before and failed, generally this is why, because you weren't doing it for a reason that actually meant something to you. And part of that is looking at what means what is important to you and it has to be your reason it can't be because your spouse you think your spouse wants it or trying to make your spouse happy or because your doctor says you need to do it because you got to lose weight or you could die or something it's not because your friends or your trainer wants it you have to own it and want it because it no matter what it is when it comes down to the action push comes a shove if it's not something that you are set on doing it will not happen and a lot of that comes down to being honest with yourself. You have to look and say what's important to you. A lot of the guys I work with, they're fantastic providers. They own businesses. They just throw themselves into their business and they come home and they drive the kids everywhere and they spend time with their wife and do all these different things and yet they still have this big beer belly gut walking around with them. And you know, you look at them and say, well, you have so much success and structure in all these different areas of your life. So what's stopping you from taking care of yourself? And there's a certain layer where they just don't really care. And you have to stop trying to talk to those people or talk to yourself and convince yourself that you really do care about having a six pack or abs. But there's a certain level that being significantly overweight is costing you something, whether that's not enough energy to do better at your job, not enough energy to play with your kids. Uh, you feel horrible because you eat like junk food all the time and you have sugar or whatever it is. So many times we just get so busy doing whatever that we don't actually think about the cost of this thing that's not being in shape, being significantly overweight. And so taking down and slow down and think like what actually is important to you and then finding a reason that is significant enough for you to change will be that difference maker. And unfortunately, some people have to wait until let's say 
well, I had to lose 50 pounds or I was going to die in a month because, you know, or not 50, it'd be like, you know, diabetes or any significant health cause. It's the same thing for people that decide to stop smoking or whatever those people that have a significant enough reason to do something cold turkey are generally more successful than those that think they're going to do it over time. So that's the first reason. The first portion, the first thing, sorry, you need to have to lose weight is a reason. Number two is a system. And by system, I mean way of eating, way of doing what you do in your life that is consistent. Any diets work, and it really comes down to that. Any diets work that cause you to eat less, then you you eat less, then you eat fewer calories than you burn. That's how it works. It's just that it's, it's simple. The logistics of the process are only 20% of the equation. Food in, less than activity and exercise out, weight loss. But the problem is, is that logistics aren't enough to actually motivate us because our mind and our body and our habits are such a powerful thing. I heard it said uh, the other day, it's the chains of habit are too light to be felt until too heavy to be broken. And it wasn't my thought, my, my saying, I'm not that wise, but that's so true is because we get so entrenched in these these mindsets and these ways of being that we don't really realize the effect it has until it becomes normal. And then it's this overwhelming well, I can't really change anything. It's just who I am. It's like, well, it wasn't who you were. It's become who you are because you didn't realize how you were getting yourself into that. So when you step back and think about a system, it needs to be something that you can do consistently and something that you will do consistently. It has to fit with your personality and eating preferences. I do not have a personality that likes to track everything and is super meticulous and super focused on, I ate this many calories and this is my macros and I have this many micronutrients. It is just too much to me. I don't really care that much. I like a bigger, broader changes, which is why I like intermittent fasting because it's more simple lifestyle changes, boundaries, and simple things to follow. But that's a conversation for another night. But it does have to fit you. If you like to be able to track everything, then that may be a good place to go. But doing something like a keto diet may not be a great place to start because it does require a lot of focus and intentionality between doing testing to make sure that you're in actual keto ketosis, making sure they're having this much percentage or this percentage of fats versus protein in your diet. And that takes a lot of uh, intentionality. So figure out a system that works for you and you need to change certain things in your life, obviously, but it doesn't mean you have to give up entire food groups and make massive things to accomplish that. The goal is to find the smallest changes that have the biggest impact that you can do consistently and then make those habit because as you get used to those small changes, you will grow and change alongside them, right? So whether it's the first step of making a better change is, okay, I'm going to stop drinking soda. That may be a significant thing, but there's certain things like hedonic adaptation where you get used to having something sweet all the time and then you kind of get less of that. You're having water more often. You have less of a sweet tooth. Your body is growing and changing alongside those. So if I said, no more sugar entirely, that can be a really daunting thing. Or no more junk food when you don't really like vegetables that much, whatever it is, or you know that you like to have, if you don't have wine or whatever it is at night or a dessert when you get home, you freak out because that's your stress reliever. So making small, sustainable changes that you can grow and become a bigger person. So the next phase of changes, let's say you give up soda, maybe giving up all sugar or giving up all drinks with calories in them, whatever that is, the next phase of changes may seem completely ridiculous and just way too much for you to do at the outset. 
but by the time you're ready for that, you will be ready for it. So, you know, you've kind of, instead of thinking, I'm going to run a marathon, you say, I'm going to run a mile. Okay, well, I can do another mile. And then by the time you get to those points, you've set smaller goals. And you then at the end of the day, you said, I can't believe I only, I used to drink soda all the time because that's a simple thing. And it's changed you as a person. So make small changes that you can do and have a system that keeps you consistent as long as you can just maintain every single day, day in, day out. Okay. And the third thing you need to do to lose weight is have accountability. And this doesn't mean you have to go and have a a personal trainer walk with you. It can come from any source, but it simply means that you have something that overrides your tendency to struggle with some area. There's a reason you're not, if you, if you need to lose 50 pounds, there's a reason you haven't done it before. And the thought of, I can do it myself, I can do it myself. If you could have done it yourself, you would have done it yourself. There's simply something, and by I can, I don't mean you aren't capable. I mean, there's some part of the mindset or the the stress or whatever is in that 80% of non-logistical aspect of weight loss that holds you back every time. So setting accountability for yourself will build you up in that weakest point. It's kind of like if you have a whole bridge to go from one point to the other and like, all right, it's just go straight across. But you know that every time you get to the middle, there's this little board that's, you know, that's going to break and you could fall down accountability would be like, I know that's going to be a weak point. So let's put a board there and you have someone help you so that it does get stronger. I know that's a limited analogy. But the point is that friends, family, a coach, an online group, a wager with money, every all of these, they work. But you have to actually recognize what will be objective and set things up in a fail safe way. Because the point is to be honest with yourself and say that, you know you can do things great for two weeks, but then you kind of fall off the map and you have your like your quit, your normal out and whether that's you know, you get busy and you gotta travel and setting something up that says, No, 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 I need you to keep track of this or a simpler way, there's things that you can put a significant amount of money as a bet and say, If I don't do this, this is gonna go to a charity I hate or I'll lose this or whatever it is. Something that's gonna motivate you. Some people don't take care at all about money. So that may not be a good thing, but having a video that's embarrassing of them put up on social media may be really important or, and it doesn't have to be negative. It could be going on a vacation if you lose the weight or whatever it is. But the point is having some form of accountability that will hold you, specifically you, accountable where you know you're weakest is the most important part to keeping the whole process going. Remember, I never said it would be easy, but it is simple, all right? So those are the three things you have to have to lose weight, which is a reason, a system, and accountability. And if you don't have all three of those, you're likely going to fail. So the point is to think, how can I develop? You can't develop a reason. You have to know that you have a problem and then think about what's going to actually motivate me to change. And then you work on a, that's where a professional can come in. I know I say you don't need a personal trainer. That's because you don't need to go see someone at the gym an hour. You can will have tremendous success by setting up accountability with a coach that will check in with you daily. It doesn't have to be a coach, but finding something that will care about something or someone that will care about you in a way that's that that is personal to you that you can trust in, but that is objective enough to say no, you're you're doing your thing, your normal thing, where you're backing out and you're quitting on yourself. We're not going to let that happen. So find those things. And don't let someone charge you thousands of dollars to do something. It's not difficult. It's sorry, it's not complex. It's simple. 
but it's easy. And so finding someone to help you work through the difficulty of that is all you need. All right. I hope you found value from this. If you have any questions, please uh, reach out to me at gramtuttle.com or you can uh, email us contact at gramtuttle.com. I work with a lot of people that need this and the process is having a system that allows them to be successful. You'd be amazed at the change you can have when you get in a system that pushes you in the right direction consistently and doesn't let you fail. All right, so please, if you enjoyed this, subscribe, leave a rating or a review. It means the world to me and share this with somebody who is struggling to lose weight and needs to reframe it in a way that they can actually find and set up a healthy and successful system, right? Take care. I will talk to you all next week. It has been a pleasure.